Welcome to the Generation Voids podcast, The Retail Warzone. Tonight, we got a fun topic where... Uh, we're going to be tackling. So, you know, to those of you who may be joining, you know, let's keep everything rolling good in comments. Uh, we're going to be taking questions from you guys. Uh, this is not a sexist stream by no way. We're just here to state statistics and facts. Uh, Steve and I has done a lot of research into this subject. So, you know, without further ado... Let's get ready to dive into it. Um, there was a couple of polls out on our subreddit. Uh, Steve, what is the name of our subreddit? You will see when the slide comes up. Here we go. Oh, well, before we get tearing into this, let me add, we're no experts on this. All right. A lot of what I'm doing with this comes from years and years and years of witnessing it firsthand in the retail industry. So I'm speaking from situations that were real that actually happened. And I'll kind of, as we go through, say why I think that is the case. But as Alex was saying, we had a couple of polls. First poll was, what has been the worst thing for you while working in retail? We had 52 votes. Uh, this was actually a little surprising for me. Um, you know, out of 52 votes, 24 votes said the worst thing was your treatment by customers. And I guess that should not be too surprising given the current time that we're living in. Customers are hard to deal with as it is, but with the pandemic, they've gotten worse. So um, to see that pay was that low was impressive to see. Um, you know, the second option, you know, the second winner basically was lack of work-life balance. Um, so that kind of fell, I, I, I thought work-life balance might be number one and pay number two, but this is really surprising to see this. So, you know, it's hard to quantify, you know, some of these polls, you can get drive-by votes or whatnot. You don't know where everybody's head's at, but you know, it is what it is. Um, as far as the subreddit you see right there, it is the underscore retail underscore war zone. Um, if you go to Reddit and type that in. You'll find us. And then the second poll, which gets us into what we're about to talk about a little bit, is retail gender pay gap. In your personal experience in retail specifically, have you noticed any pay differences based on gender for the same job and level experience? 57 out of 93 said no. 23 said yes. And 13 said yes in the past, but not so much these days. Um, as discussing with somebody, it's hard to quantify these. Um, that poll could be a hundred percent accurate. You know, we'll never know. The, the only skewing thing to that would be, there's a lot of men who get really pissed off about this subject and it, and it would not surprise me if people just went and voted just out of spite, but that may not be the case. I mean, we don't really know, but it's, it's always good to see the input because if you combine the yes and the yes in the past, you're looking at 36 there. So it kind of narrows the gap um, 
you know, they have noticed it at some point. So it gets a little closer to where we need to be. Um, a thing that I find interesting about poll number one is uh, your treatment by customers. Yeah. Um, when I went and voted, that was my personal vote because, <laughs> you know, customers and Karens and whatnot, it can be, it can be rough. Um, but as far as the second slide is concerned, we have some statistical data on the gender pay gap. I would like to just go into that just for a little bit real quick, Steve. Okay. But according to an ABC News article, the gender pay gap is even at the corporate level. The highest paid senior executive women earn 84.6 cents for every dollar earned by their male counterparts. This info was provided by a study of corporate disclosures by Morningstar Incorporated. They're a financial services research firm. This is up from a 2015 study from them where it was 81.5 cents to the dollar. According to a 2019 study, women were outnumbered 7 to 1 with CEO positions being a 17 to 1 ratio. Do you have anything you would like to add to that, Steve? Well, the the biggest thing about this is since, you know, we deal in retail, it's retail does a really good job of hiding these kind of figures. Okay. So uh, I've got some stuff that I'll pull up here in a second and show everybody that kind of breaks it down a little bit, but what's up, Mr. Taylor? What's up, hero? What's up, Kira? The fuck today? Hello? Welcome. Um, so, you know, here's the thing. I mean, w when we get past the slides and all that other stuff, we'll start talking about, like, personal experiences, what we've seen. Because I think there's a lot of people who will say that, you know, they do not have any experience with it because they've not seen it. But they don't know. They don't know the behind the scenes. Being a manager, I mean, I've... And there's people here in the chat that's seen it. They know it happens. Uh, I have a really good story here shortly about one um, that is just tragic, actually. But as far as the stats, Alex, I mean, yeah, you know, it's all the way across the board, you know, as far as working females go. Um, but when you get into retail, it's really kind of hard to, to narrow it down. Um, so I've got this here. All right, this comes from Business Insider and also the United States Census, okay? Um, the census report was for 2019 because, you know, it takes a while for the update. But just for basics, calculating the gender wage gap over on the right side of the screen in the middle kind of tells you where and how they judge this, okay? So if you look at that, um, 2019 earnings ratio, you know, men on the average were making 57.4 and women were making 47.2. And then when you look at the pay gap between that, that's roughly 18%. Okay. If you look above that there, you'll see the median weekly earnings and women's share of employment in the 10 lowest paid occupations of 2019. Well, where retail comes into this, you've got cashiers. You could probably uh, put food preparation workers along in that, as long with, along with waiters and waitresses. And if you look, just look at cashiers. Out, 
you know, women 499 versus 510 for men, even though women account for 69% of that field. That's a little skewed. I mean, it, it just shows that it's there. When you go to the top left-hand side, you'll see median weekly earnings for similar occupations by gender in 2019. So if we want to talk, I mean, just look at it. Maids and janitors. Hairdressers versus barbers. School teachers. HR managers. Computer, you know, managers. You know, it's it's a stair step all the way all the way across. And then if you look at the income gap between men and women over a lifetime, you can kind of argue, uh, we'll go over the myths here in a little bit, but if you look from age of 18, right around the ages of 28 to 33, where people like to use, oh, well, they go start a family, that's about where it starts to split off. And that gap just continues to increase all the way up to 73 years of age. And then the big one on the bottom right, women receive smaller raises when promoted. This is true. I've seen it numerous times. Uh, on average, women promoted to leadership roles within their company received an annual pay adjustment nearly $1,200 less than men received. So look at the number. I mean, average annual pay increase on promotion to a leadership role. Women, $7,899 versus men, 9070 and that's from the new lab survey. And that was a 1,003 managers that were surveyed. So let's look here at the chats for just a second. Saw my entire district store leaders pay. We have nine stores, three are men, six are women. And would you say that the pay corroborates the charts? And uh, yeah, what's up everybody who entered the chat? Um, yeah, I see Russell waitress makes more than waiters do. I've been there. Uh, the thing is me as a worker, I never have personally, like, I don't really, I haven't really just asked everyone like how much they make. So I wouldn't know when it comes to my fellow coworkers. That's why we have Mr. Scary here. Well, let me interject something real quick. You haven't asked. Why do you think that companies, especially in retail, tell you, do not discuss your salary? That could be a big reason. It'd be, and I that'd know be it's a also huge reason. Big reason. <laughs> I know it's also another big reason of, oh, this dude just got here is making the exact amount that I'm making. And it's like, what does it matter? <laughs> we have the same job description. Um, that's a that's an interesting one to fuck today. Don't think it's a lack of maternity leave. I think it's a lack of testicles. I think you're right that's there. Interesting one. I think that's correct. <laughs> um, and, and here's the thing to, to to bounce off something Alex just said. Um, when we were doing our polls on Reddit, you know there was the the talk about. Well, so-and-so female was making less money than me, but I had negotiated a higher salary, and she didn't negotiate. Well, I'd like to go on record saying that that's horseshit, and here's why. 
one of the big excuses that retailers and people will use in discrepancies in pay is, okay, I hired this male and this female to be a store manager in my district. This male makes 60 grand a year. This female makes 45 grand a year. Well, why? Okay, the male has more experience. Newsflash, everybody. They both still have to do the same fucking job as a store manager. I've never worked at a retailer that said, oh, well, because you don't have as much experience, we're going to be lighter on you. No. Those keys turn the locks to the door exactly the same. The dress codes are exactly the same. The KPIs and metrics that you are accountable for are exactly the same. And it has not a fucking thing to do with your experience. Because if that was the case, then you'd be graded differently. But you're not. When an RVP comes in and does a store walk, there's not a sliding scale because you have less management experience. It's what the company expects. So if you ever hear that, that's bullshit. It's just a way to get around it. Yeah, I haven't been on the management spectrum of that <laughs> ever. So, I mean, I, I don't know from experience, but I do want to read off this more of this. Uh, women who work full time in the U.S. on average make 82 cents to the dollar of their male counterparts. This is an according to an October 2020 fact sheet done by the National Women's Law Center. This translates to a $10,157 median gap. Incredible. Yep. That's incredible. Like, I, I personally... $10,000 goes, goes a long way, man. Don't matter who you are. Nope. If you have the same job description that I have... And I'm making more than you just because I'm a different sex. That's not right. Especially if you are doing the same amount of work that I'm doing. Well, should be equal. There are, that is my stance on that opinion. There are contributing factors. All right. Especially in retail. So it, it kind of goes up the chain of command. All right. Initially, if you're a store manager and you're hiring an associate, okay. Because typically store managers only get to hire hourly people. You don't get to hire assistant managers or supervisors. Your DMs are the one who make the call on that. So, you know, a store manager is given a range of what to pay, uh, which is terrible. It should be just a fixed figure. If you're going to be an hourly part-time employee, everybody should make the same. It doesn't matter. Because it's, it's normally those jobs are the shit jobs anyway. So you've got that. Well, then what happens when you need an assistant manager or a key carrier? Normally district managers are the ones that pull the trigger on that. Well, they're given a range. And they make the call. It's not fair, you know, because... You know, this one part, it goes back to the experience thing. The job doesn't change. You still have to do the job the same fucking way, regardless of how much experience you have. Why is there this sliding scale of range to pay somebody? And then when a location has a store manager to hire, you've got a district manager and a regional manager. 
who gets involved. Everything's in ranges and every, they've got every excuse in the world on what they use and how to pay people. Why can't it just be a flat fucking figure? Why do you think that when you go on indeed or, you know, glass door and, and you're looking at pay ranges, why are we even looking at pay ranges? Why can't they just be up front and say, this is how much you're going to make and leave it at that, you know, and, and negotiating for a salary is bullshit, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, there, there's a lot of factors into that. And unfortunately for me and my experience, and I've spent most of my life in the Southeast of the United States, thanks for the follow, um, is the fact that there's a deep rooted hatred hurts for, you know, this kind of equality. And there really is such a thing as the good old boy network that squashes advancement for females. Um, yeah. And going into that, based on your graph that you showed about five, 10 minutes ago ish, uh, women receive smaller raises when promoted question mark. Uh, like, well, is that a, is that a real thing? Yes. Look what the fuck today said. Internal promotions are bullshit. That's why is that, look, I've worked at a lot of retailers from the year of 1990 to about the year 2000, you bounced because that was the only way you could advance your salary. Because once you got into the loop somewhere, you're only getting 2%, 3% tops as a raise. And that's pennies on the dollar. It's even worse for females. And, you know, so it's okay. I'll, I'll the fuck today. I'm going to go ahead and go into this. There's an individual that we know that was promoted to store manager and should have been making probably somewhere, I, I may have the numbers wrong, 55 to 60 grand a year. And nice. they paid her 40, $40,000. So she was locked into it. And even when a new district manager took over and tried to rectify it, they were still getting pushed back on it because they didn't want to deal with somebody else's fuck up. But that's $20,000. Yes. And she fucking stayed and see, that's amazing to me, but that's, that's devotion. And that's something we'll get into a little bit later. Um, it's crazy that most job adverts today still don't disclose salary expectations. You're correct. They don't. They give you an give you a range, and and it's like going to play poker here in the United States when, when you go to get a job. It's like who's going to fold first? How bad do they need to help? And you know the fact that you're having to negotiate a living wage is really shitty. Why can't they just say? I mean, hell, it would even help the businesses in retail if they let's say they could pay up to seventy grand, but they just decide they're going to pay everybody sixty across the board and just announce it at 60 it saves them money quit fucking around just tell us how much we're going to make when we walk into the interview also <laughs> for educational purposes uh to fuck today or why are we paying to move men across the country but not for a female are we talking from a manager point of view are we talking transferring workers um what is what is it we're talking about with that because i am curious on that question it goes back to the good old boy network. 
they will try to lowball a female on a transfer and moving them to another location. And also, defunct today, they're going to use the volume of store excuse. Um, I work for a company who did that. That's bullshit because, like, like we said, with you know, experience versus no experience, the job doesn't fucking change no matter how much volume you do. You're still responsible for the same fucking things. This is just a way for them to cheat people out of money. Because good old boys believe men have to raise a family. That's a that's a, a topo there. That should be a good old boys believe women have to raise a family. We're going to get into that in a minute. Okay. Okay. I was a little confused on that one. Scary. Move the ops manager from CT to SC. Couldn't even speak to the customers. Uh, volume is more about hours, not more pay. Correct. Because if you're in a lower volume store, you have less payroll. So that means you as a manager are going to work fucking more, but they're going to tell you, you can't make X amount of dollars because of the volume. Bullshit. Yeah. When it comes to the good old boy, cause hero said I was right. Uh, I think it is a 50, 50 effort and it takes teamwork to make the dream work. That's what I believe in that. That's correct. Um, <laughs> as if it wasn't for my mother. Oh, okay. I, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, hero. That makes yeah. sense. I, I understand now why. But so some women do too. But anyway. Anywho. But yes, uh, we will be taking questions. If y'all have any additional questions for the the pay gap, I've got. Uh, if we have to, I got more charts. Throw up the slides again. We will. I've, <laughs> I, I've I've got more slides. So let's roll into the second one, which is kind of important to me. All right. Yeah. Now we're going into part number two. All right. So still going on pay. The big blue one just kind of shows you know, by, um, the segment of industry, when you go down to retail and customer service, um, 88 cents, I believe, or whatnot, the percent of men in the business were 71 versus women, 29. Oh, wait, excuse me. That's wrong. I was looking at tech 49% men, 51% women in retail and customer service. So they own the market share of employment and they still make less. Um, how much do women make compared to men? Now, one thing that you didn't see, Alex, is that they have controlled and uncontrolled. Controlled is based on seniority and all those other things and whatnot. And when you take that into consideration, they're only two cents behind. But uncontrolled represents more of the actual uh, girth of the entire uh industries which you know like you said 80 i think yours was 81 i mean 82 this is 81 for every dollar so it's right there but there's something called motherhood penalty and i want everybody to take a look at the box down there on the very bottom right women with children face discrimination in the form of the motherhood penalty Employers are less likely to hire women with children, including those who never left the workforce, and they offer mothers lower salaries and fewer promotions than they offer to women without children. Uh, 
And because caregiving responsibilities still fall disproportionately to mothers, women are more likely to take time out of the workforce, scale back their hours, or postpone advancement opportunities. Meanwhile, fathers make 119% of what men without children earn. Taken together, the motherhood penalty and the fatherhood bonus result in women with children earning only 73% of what fathers earn. So if you look at the chart on the left, weekly earnings for women with or without children. Men without children, 919. Men with children, 1,098. Women with children, 799. Women without children, 784. The thing that stands out to me the most on that, since we talk a lot about retail, is 0.83 cents. 83 cents uh, difference in pay gap. Oof. We're going to get there, Russell. Hold up. Um, so, I think moms get a bad rap. All right. You know, I, I think it's an extremely sexist thing to, to feel that way about a female because here's the deal all right the majority right now in the united states are double income families okay if there wasn't a pay disparity the husband wouldn't always make more so if the husband's making more obviously whoever's making more is the other spouse is going to be the one that has to take care of the kids all right but what about single moms you know, they've got to work. And I think one of the saddest parts about all of this is you hear stories about terrible women managers and how they're tyrants to work for. Why do you think that is? Because they have to fight twice as hard. They have to work twice as hard. We're getting there, Russell. Hold up. I know you got, I know you got an ax to grind. Hold up. We'll get there. But... You know, it's extremely unfair to look at somebody because they have the physical capability to give birth and give the gift of life, which is more important than anything any retailer could ever offer. And, and retail does the opposite. Yeah, they take they take life and and <laughs> penalize them for that. You know, I, I've known a lot of women in my life that's worked in retail that have worked doubly hard as men to the point of exhaustion and burning themselves out because they feel they have to, because they feel like they have to do that to compete because they're not treated fairly. And there again, that's bullshit. The job requirements are the same. And you know, there's the whole adage, Oh, equal work, equal pay. You know how many lazy male managers they are out there that would say that shit that are letting women run circles around them because they're lazy and the women are actually working their asses off to get there. I mean, how many more excuses do you need? And the fact that, you know, how women are perceived, I think it's totally unfair to be like, oh, well, you're just going to run off and get pregnant and all this other stuff. And we're going to, I've got another slide here in a minute that, I scoured the internet for all different um, articles on different excuses that were used as to why women were paid less or not promoted. But I mean, seriously, you know, it's 
we're talking about equality. We're not talking about, you know, it being sexist. If you're doing the same fucking job as somebody, you need to make the same fucking amount of money. Period. End of story. I've always felt that as a woman, I had to prove myself and show my dedication to the job more than my male counterparts, especially being younger. Yet my male counterparts get a pat on the back just for showing up for work that day. Um, retail has a very real representation problem with people of color and women. Stone cold fact. Both of those statements are 100% correct. Women have to work twice as hard as men just to get ahead. And that's not fair. Just not fair. And I mean, let's look at it. I mean, in my career, I have never had but one female district manager. That's 25 years. Only one. And there's great stories behind that one. And her and I went round and round, but I respected her and I thought she was great. But people were terrified of her, thought she was a bitch and she was hard to work for. But that's because how she had to be. Um, good question. Why on the application must you check box male or female if it doesn't matter? Well, for one thing you have to do to government. Uh, no, we're not talking boots. Um, the government wants those statistics. They want to know males versus females. So eventually somewhere in your employment, you're going to have to distinguish. But on, on the surface, yeah, I mean, if you're applying for a job, what does it matter? Um, the prove yourself thing is 100% correct, Kira. I mean, you have to. I mean, and, and it's unfortunate that it's that way. And having to prove yourself, and if you stay in the business that many years, you become those women that people are like, oh, you don't want to work for her. But what? You had to do it. It made you become that because you were treated unfairly. Period. I'm not going to lie. Um, every time I see Defunct today in the chat, I kind of wish she was my manager. <laughs> She's great. Works really, really hard. See? But she works overly see, hard to compensate. So um, now. Um, an interesting statistic I noticed on your second slide here mm -hmm. interesting to me that construction has a 89 cent uh gap in comparison to retail now i know that's 90 to 10 uh men to women ratio that's just the interesting little fact that i've seen in there yeah that i just wanted to throw in there well i mean here here's the thing i mean if somebody wants to do the job you should give them a shot. If they can't do the job, that's totally different. I mean, we're not talking about whether you can or cannot do the job. I mean, you know, job responsibilities are shown, you know, at the interview. This is what you're expected to do. If you can do it, great. If you can't, then fine. Every female manager I've ever had, I have been warned about. Yep. But there's a reason why. And were you warned by females or males? Just curious. <laughs> Oof. So as we go into this real quick, I looked up like myths of women in retail that need to be debunked um, and things like that. This is going to piss some of you off, but these are real things. And so let's just get into it. Here's a bunch of excuses as to why women get held back, why they're not promoted properly and why they're not paid well. From a mother's standpoint, 
these are honest to God quotes from surveys and different uh, interviews and different people that have been talked, you know, interviewed and asked what their opinions were. Mothers are not as committed to our careers as people who aren't parents or as we were before we had children. Mothers somehow work, quote unquote, less than employees without children or than we used to work. Mothers no longer want certain opportunities or projects. Once you have a baby, you're a completely different employee and one who is always in survival mode. There's no point promoting you. You're just going to run off and get pregnant. Women in our organization just don't have the same ambition as the men. I'm not paying you as much as I pay him because you didn't ask for as much as he did. You don't need to be paid the same as your male colleague because you have a working husband. Mothers aren't great employees. So I'm going to leave it up there for a second for everybody to kind of get fumed. I can debate. I can debunk that last one immediately because, um, of our shoe department manager, the other key carrier in Failmark there. I don't know if she wants to be named. Greatest, one of the greatest workers I've ever seen in my life. Um, the fuck today, I've had another male manager warn a new female manager about me. That's because you probably make him actually have to work his ass off and earn his money. So I'm pretty sure you definitely work harder than he does. So. Um, the, the, those are the, the back on the myths. Yeah. That survival mode quote. Yes, sir. Yeah, a lot of these. Uh, oof. That's um. That's been the addict's reaction of the night. <laughs> well, the I want to touch. I want to touch on something Russell said. I know this is about females, but being a parent, being a single parent in general get you the same treatment whether you're male or female and you know once you express your interest that you're a single parent and that you have to take care of your kids and your family comes first retailers look at you like you are a piece of shit and they don't trust you to handle anything yeah i i wouldn't like to have another uh i wouldn't want to have another one of my employees just or another manager who's supposed to be like one of my big time teammates, like, Hey, uh, look out for her look out for him. You know, they're this and such. Like that's, that's fucking ridiculous. Like that's supposed to be your teammates. And statistically you spend more time with your coworkers than you do your actual family. So come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I just wanted to answer the fuck today on that one. But because that one, that one kind of hit me hard. Yeah. I don't like people that do that behind people's back like that. That's. Whew. I mean, I know women and I know of women who are in really compromising situations in their personal life that are working as hard as they fucking can to take care of their kids. And they, these are not people. They, it's not that they don't want to work. It's because there's such a lack of understanding in retail. And look, the reality is in retail, it doesn't matter what segment. It doesn't matter if you're in if you're selling guitars. It doesn't matter if you're selling clothes. It doesn't matter if you're selling lumber. It doesn't matter if you're selling, you know, groceries. 
when they hire you, they expect you to put them above everything else in your life, period. You will be frowned upon for taking care of your family. You will be frowned upon for calling out. You know, the thing about COVID, and I don't want to get into the pandemic thing, the, the biggest hope I had for that was the adjustment of how people looked at people being sick because you, you've got the flu, you got strep throat, you got whatever, and you go to call out because you don't need to be there and you get treated like you're going to get put up on a, a platform and have your head put in a guillotine because you didn't show up for work. What is wrong with that, man? That that actually happened. I can I can vouch for that because uh, my father. Hold up, hold up. Knows a guy. Kira says an actual statement I've heard from Amanda. There's a reason why none of us have had children and our story is successful. Bullshit. It's called luck. <clears throat> exactly to fuck today because my dad is a uh, kind of a supervisor. And that I'm not going to go into detail on it, but I, I can, I can vouch for exactly what Steve just said there. As a manager, you are not allowed to get sick. Steve, you're not allowed to get sick ever. No, I mean, you're not. And what happens is you, you've got, there was a discussion about retail PTSD on Reddit that we had. And I said, retail PTSD to me, it's kind of like screen burn-in, all right? It's like an arcade cabinet that stays on for hours and days and weeks and months. And just think Pac-Man, all right? And it just continue plays over and over and over and over again. And it just, it's burned in there. And then when you turn the power off the machine, you can still see the fucking image. That's what happens with this stuff. That's why you go in sick. You know you shouldn't, but it's so ingrained in you that you are a less than human individual if you don't go live and die by whatever fucking company you work for. And that is a problem. Kira, Kira Christine, there's a reason why you get two, 2006 hours and four weeks vacation. That will be a that will be a subtopic of a stream. Amen. You are correct, ma'am. One hundred percent correct. Vacation time. I've never understood that. It should just all go into one thing called paid time off. Yeah. Uh, but, but paid time off. There was another discussion that I, I took part in over on Reddit. You know, people getting yelled at for taking their PTO. I said, well, maybe PTO should be dubbed punitive time off because you get punished every time you fucking take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's all one thing, but uh, strep throat. We're not getting into that. That has no place in this conversation, ma'am. Struck that from the record. <laughs> um, okay. You got, you got any questions, Alex? Um. Hey, I was wondering if our chat had any more questions on this subject, because now we got another touchy subject we're going to be doing next. Yep. 
Oh boy. This is this is always that PT- a fun topic. Mr. McKinnon, that PTO statement did hit hard because it's fucking true. And it's not just true for what you did there, it's true all across the board. Period. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Do you want me to introduce this topic or do you want to do it, Alex? I can do it. Okay, let's go. And here we go. Now we're going to get to how women are treated in retail versus men. And the big word that every man fears, sexual harassment. Hold up. You only fear it if you're guilty. Yes. I, every time I have ever just wanted to make a, a female friend at work, I always just feared it. I'm like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> now, given that we do live in a little bit more sensitive of a society these days, that is true. Your, your hardcore, Oof. your hardcore offenders, it doesn't matter. They're going to do just what they've been doing. You know, I've heard stories of, you know, customer was upset and a manager told somebody, why don't you show them some skin? Oh my, that's some horse shit, man. And, and it's not, and, and, you know, we can talk about female employees, but we, we can talk about female shoppers too, because I worked at a job. I'm not going to say where, although hero knows what I'm talking about that was a male dominated business. Okay. And when a female walked in this place, which was very rare, you had like this gaggle of guys at a counter with their tongues hanging out like the fucking coyote and like the the cartoons looking at whatnot with the big tongue and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. And but I think for me, the thing that's most disturbing about it is like these younger girls that are, uh, we don't get into that, Russell. Uh, the younger girls that are like, say, 17, 18, 19, 20, they're cashiers or whatnot. They're, they're just there trying to make some money, you know. And these people that just ogle over them and like make things so uncomfortable. And, and it's usually like older dudes and whatnot. When these things happen and they get offended by them or they feel threatened or they feel just kind of like wrong and they go to managers and managers don't do a fucking thing about it. Well, the reason is because the managers are probably ogling over them too. It's a problem. It's been a problem for years. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. Oh, waiting on you. But, um, yeah, no, that is absolutely a problem. Um, it's not fair. Just a short little story. I've even, I've even just been with one of my friends. Just, I, I literally thought it was unfair that she had to ask me, like, "Hey, will you just walk me out every night?" Because there's always just these guys that just stand at the end of the store. Just <laughs> okay. To give you an idea, uh, you know, getting off of the ogling thing one thing that concerns me and one thing that I've always hated and I've seen it happen everywhere I've ever worked. Okay. It's not, you know, just one place because the behaviors are just terrible. 
you've got an individual going up to female, ask a question or whatnot, and they answer the question. And this person says, can I speak to a man? Okay. So the female just gave you the answer that you wanted. The answer is not going to change whether or not the sex changes, but you're that dismissive of a female that you want to hear it from a dude. I, someone please explain that to me. Why, why is that even a thing? You ask a question, you get the answer, but the answer is not good enough for you because it came from a female and you need to hear it from a guy. It's just, it's just like when you get the male versions of Karen's raising hell and they ask for a manager and the manager shows up and the manager's female and they're like, well, I want to speak to a guy. What the fuck's that all about, man? Yeah. They're there working literally to serve you as the customer. Don't, don't bring that in. Like they're oh. literally there for you to serve you. Like do not. Oh, here, here, hero 130 or not grasping. I am the manager. The amount of men who look side-eyed at women who come up and like, I'm the manager and they're, and, and they're just like fucking mind boggled. Like, how are you a manager? I don't know. Maybe they work their fucking ass off. That's why they're a manager. All the time. I love when they yeah, ask exactly. to speak to a manager and I just do a ballet spin and say, how can I help you now? Oh, that is fantastic. I would love to see that on video. That's great. <laughs> that would be fucking beautiful. And, you know, and it's industry specific. I mean, like, I can promise you that 50% of the men that go into a home, home Depot or a Lowe's, if they had a problem and they wanted to speak to a manager and the store manager was female there, their heads would probably spin like, you know, the chick from the exorcist because it just wouldn't register. It's like this woman should not be running on, you know, but it's stupid. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking stupid, you know, and, and, and those, those people that act that way, that's the reason we get you hear these stories of these female managers that are so hard to deal with because that's how they've been treated their entire fucking career is kill or be killed to these ladies. There, there's no, there's no even playing field. This is playing for keeps for the women that are in the industry. Uh, because when people think manager, they usually think man, because only a man can tell you the store policy, especially the women who do that. Like, come on, ladies, you're setting the rest of us females back a few decades. Yes, you're right. And, and that's the sad part is, especially here in the South, there's a lot of women that still abide by that, man. They're getting cheated. I mean, I would much rather have a smart, free thinking female in my life than a puppet makes better conversation makes for a better existence and and you know it's just it's just sad to me to see how belittled they get from time to time i mean the you know you've got a, a female manager who's working their ass off they're they're working 60 70 hours a week they're working harder than any other male in their building they're doing everything they're sacrificing time with their families something doesn't go right a dm or a rvp comes in all of a sudden she breaks down crying and the first thing they say is oh she's emotional she's female no maybe you've pushed her to the fucking breaking point there's a difference 
Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's hard for me to add a lot to that, but um, the fuck today is a female. I've not been taken seriously. I know how to run my business. I promise you, if you come and ran where I work, <laughs> you would be a hundred times better. Like, I promise you, it seems like you can get people to, like, get them going. Let, let, like, let me put it this way. I'm inviting you I, I'm, to I'm, come take up. I've worked work. with the fuck today, and I'll vouch. That's a hardworking. I'm not going to say woman. That's a hardworking person. Bust her ass. And takes no shit off yeah. anybody. And that's the way it should be. That's the big, that's, that's the and that's the, be. yeah, that's the other thing. Females aren't allowed to pop off. You should be able, you don't have to take shit. Don't. No, not at all. It works both ways um, from associate and management. You know, you're not supposed to take abuse either way. So if you know, I just, based on the things I see you chatting about, seems like you got a lot of insight in the retail she does she's gonna be on soon alex i haven't told you about this i'm waiting for one more participant if i can get one more participant we're gonna have us uh a six person panel one night where we're just talking oh. about this mess oh i'm pretty excited about that it'll be great because <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be sitting there like feel like i'm in the uh the morning meeting all over again and you know <laughs> when you get into the pay thing and, and like i said i'm not an expert on this i mean yeah i can throw stats and whatnot i can only go by what i've seen and what i've experienced and it's real okay it's it's real but when you've got somebody that comes to you and says Let's go Russell yeah. when, when you got somebody that comes to you and says you know what i've been working for this company x amount of years and they just hired somebody off the street making two dollars more an hour than me that's a fucking problem guys it's a problem. And one thing we didn't cover, Alex, is when you're a store manager, sometimes you actually inherit these things. You you go in and you start looking at everybody's pay and you're like, well, how come this person's only making such and such and blah, blah, blah. And you realize they were a victim of this. You know, they got undersold because they were female. And you go to try and fix it. What happens is corporate says, oh, well, you know, all we can do is we've got to, to go by the review cycle. Okay. The review cycle is going to get them like 10 cents to a quarter an hour. It's not going to get them where they need to be. And it's just a way for corporations to just say, well, we're just going to blow it off. You inherited it. You try to fix it and you can't. Yeah. That's the worst part. Uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can uh, find that video. In our, one of our previous episodes, we go over the review process. Yes, we do. Make sure to look at that. Um, you're going to leave feeling beat down addicts. I am not going to lie. You would. Thought what you meant. You would. I've worked with her. Thought what you meant by that. You feel old afterwards. Was you, was you was coming to my, you was coming to my workplace. I almost said exactly where I work. Yeesh. But, I'll, but, but coming there. you know, that's the person I'd vouch you for. You had us going. Yeah. That's the person. No, no, no. I, that's all I want. I just want somebody that gets us all going. Because I want to work hard. She do it, and then but I don't it, want to be the only one working hard. And then if you don't, she'll <laughs> choke slam you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with her. <laughs> no way. Oh no, nope. not, not at all. Mm -mm. I'd like. I'd like. Yes, ma'am. Yep. 
<laughs> but you know, I just will say, you know, I feel sorry for uh, you know a lot of you ladies out there. You you work hard, and and you almost feel like you have to work three or four times harder than a dude, just to not even to get ahead, just to get even. You know, and that's the sad part because I've worked with some fantastic female managers my entire career. They got cheated that they were looked down upon because they were just female or they had families or they had whatnot. And it's just bullshit. And, you know, the retail industry, if you really dig into it and it's hard to find the info because they're very guarded with it. I think one thing that I see happening in like the United Kingdom and other countries is businesses are made to be transparent about their pay. Once retailers in the United States get that put on them, if the government will say, hey, you need to be transparent about this stuff, you'll see the pay gap change because you don't want to be that retailer that's caught paying $2 more an hour to a dude than a female. You don't want to. Just the publicity from it alone. And so if that could be regulated and there could be more transparency through the industry, the problem will fix itself. And that's called accountability. Somebody has to hold these businesses accountable for their practices. And unfortunately, so far, retail has gotten a pass and they shouldn't because retail is about the shittiest job out there and it's the most crooked job out there and they get away with the most. Yet, retail, you know, accounts for more than 60% of business in the United States. So there's a problem. What is the most female-dominated field in retail in your experience? I've seen very few in grocery, some in textiles. Is that the case? Here in the States, fashion is the most female-predominated. Um, you don't see it in grocery. It is. It, it's. If you see a female grocery manager here, they've. It, it's rare. It's very, very rare. And the transparency here, doing the research I did, the transparency in the United States versus other countries, it, it's it's skewed. Other, you know, the United Kingdom has, you know, from what I discovered, you know, governmental regulations that you've got to show at the end of every year where your pay scales are. So you get called out. We don't have that here. If we had that here, this would fix itself. It wouldn't be a problem anymore. So... Um, but yeah, just want to remind everybody that, you know, I put it in the chat earlier. This is, this has been an educational stream. This has been an educational video, educational podcast. However, you're listening to it right now. If you liked it, go hit subscribe on YouTube, please. We're trying to get to a hundred subs. Yeah, absolutely. But the point is, is we want everyone don't matter even if you work retail or not. If you're just curious about how the retail process works, trying to find a new job, you never work retail. God bless your soul. <laughs> Anywho, I will say, uh, hold, hold up, hold up. I will say that there was a question posed on Reddit that I have to go over here. Well, it was. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Um, Kira, I'll have to discuss that with you offline. Um, I'm connected to something like that. Anyway, um, it was like, if there, what, what is something you did not know that you learned once you got your job in retail? 
And my response was that, yes, indeed, your soul does leave your body because the business <laughs> sucks it completely out of you. I, to answer that question, it just amazes me how much people just lose their brain cells when they walk into a store. The general public will never understand. The general public will never understand how hard retail is. Never. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't work retail anymore. I actually, you could consider what I do warehouse now. Your service. You're not retail anymore. Yes, I'm definitely not retail anymore. Retail is the most mentally taxing job I've ever done in my life. But as I was stating earlier. We, anyone in listening, watching, we want you on our Reddit. Yep. The underscore retail underscore war zone on our Reddit. Want you guys to interact with us. Yes. Uh, we want the retail war zone to be a place where, like I say, retail workers, we can all vent. We can all lift this show, this load <laughs> off our shoulders. We can all talk about. <laughs> Our issues with work, and we can discuss them. Yeah, and if you have juicy, and we would even like to get you on the show. Yeah, if you have juicy info out there, if somebody's watching out there that hasn't chatted, and you got something going on in the business that you're in that you know is completely foul and shouldn't be going on, let us know. We'll bring you on. We'll put a picture up of like a Care Bear or something. It doesn't have to be you on camera. But yeah, it'll be completely anonymous. This is meant to be a voice. I do recommend. I do recommend if you're watching on our Facebook stream to maybe come to our Twitch stream so your real name don't pop up. Correct. <laughs> Anonymity is great. If you want to remain, remain anonymous, you know, you can come to twitch.tv slash the generation void with the T, the G, and the V being capital. Cool branding there, Steve. Yep. Love it. Bring the uh, but we're gonna be taking. We're sitting in about an hour. Hey, I got I got something real quick, Alex. Oh yeah, no hit us. But um, I was gonna ask the chat, everyone watching, if y'all have any additional questions to today's topics. Go ahead and hit us with it. One thing I want to add is don't think for a minute that there's businesses out there that work completely conversely to what we've talked about. There are some corporations out there who have done, made great strides in equaling the pay gap between male and female. But in doing so, they've wound up becoming the thing that they loathe. There are businesses out there that, yes, by a man's standpoint, are, preve are practicing reverse sexism. It happens. It's not nearly as common as what we've discussed tonight. But I just want to make sure everybody understands that that's a thing too. And their intentions in trying to level the playing field are well meant. They're trying to do the right thing. But in doing the right thing, they lose sight of equality. So if there's any dudes out there watching who feel like this is a one-side conversation, no, it's not. I know it exists on the other side of the spectrum. And I don't want you to feel like that you're ignored we know it happens it's just rare and that's not right either 
Not a question, but it is becoming a more female-dominated field, and we will have an uprising. Yeah, I'm glad I'm out of it. I don't want to have pitchforks and torches and stuff like that. I'm too old for that shit. I can't outrun it. <laughs> I respect me the fuck today. This is why I say you need to come be my manager. <laughs> That's a long Please. way to go. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. So, oh, Alex, we're, yeah. we're sitting at an hour one. I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, you know, like I said, we're new at this. I mean, I think today, what's today's date, Alex? The 10th? Today's date is March the 10th. So we Also, just a, real, just a real quick thing I just want to throw out. This dream also coincides with National Women's Day that happened on the 8th. Yes, I, that, that would be we Monday. We want to thank all you hardworking. We want to thank all you hardworking females out there. Everything you do, y'all are great. Keep it up. But as time progresses, you know, we want input from you guys because we want this to, to develop into more than what it is right now. Okay. So we're brand new at this. We're babies at this. We only started on February 1st in the retail war zone. I think we've only, you know, done, you know, half the month there. But no, the fuck today, gun show, go watch that video. That's the mood you need to be in. Anyway, um, you know, so we'll get better as we go. And but we need input from people on what you want to cover and what you want to see. Now, I've got like four or five episodes kind of lined up what we're going to do. we're going to have an episode talking about why preparing for regional visits is bullshit. We're going to have an episode about why being a store manager keeps you up at night. You know, uh, Alex had brought up a topic once before. You know, how does it feel to be that one employee that does the job of others because they're lazy? You know, we've got all these things coming. But if there's other stuff you want us to cover, we'll cover because maybe you guys can't speak out on it and we ain't got nothing else fucking better to do. We'll speak out on it. We don't care. So, Russell, aliens. Uh, okay. Russell, Russell, that's, that's coming. Soon. It's coming. It's a separate <laughs> thing. I'm waiting on some people to get geared up. It's separate from this. You know, we've kind of talked about it. You know, when that goes, when we do that, you know, we're going to have a Friday night, like extra episode called Black Chats Live, where we're going to be on and we can just talk all the UFOs and all that crazy stuff. But it's coming. It's coming. I promise you. And don't worry. I'll be in chat with you guys because I'm not going to be on there. Yeah, because this goes over your, this, this goes over your head, Alex. Right. This is some this is some, some deep rabbit hole shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I, have a visit tomorrow. Good luck. Hope you get certified. So, everybody, <laughs> everybody, thanks for watching. You know, contact us. Leave us notes. Leave us comments. Please, please, please get everybody that you know that could possibly be interested to go to our YouTube and subscribe to the channel. We're going to continue. This isn't a fly-by-night thing. We're not bored. You know, we're going to continue doing this. I'm extremely passionate about it because I think the industry sucks balls and needs to be regulated, but that's a different story and a different episode. Hey, so. fuck today. I agree with you on that. Hey, now. I, hey, now. Oof. I have kids. Look, I, look, <laughs> I respect you, but I ain't scared of you. Just want you to let you know. <laughs> Steve, this is literally me compared to you. Like, you're way I'm not tall, talking like about you. you. I'm talking about the fuck today. <laughs> oh. 
She knows what's up. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, you're right like, though. We'll 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 do an episode strictly on kids and stores. That'd be a great fun one. Get your stories oh, ready. Oh boy. Yep. That one right there. It's not a Saturday without a clo- a screaming kid. <laughs> so to all you ladies out there that have suffered through all this abuse and suffered through all this mistreatment and whatnot, I just want to say, I'm sorry. And I hope it gets better for you all, but it's going to take all of you standing together to make a change. So do what you need to do, but don't get mistreated and don't get cheated. And with that, Alex, it is selfless, shameless plug time for you, sir. Where can everybody find you that's not connected to the Generation Void? I can be found on YouTube slash capital A addicts. 2993 on my twitch you can find me at twitch.tv slash addicts 2993 my twitter you can find me at addicts 2993 my tiktok addicts 2993 crazy right <laughs> let's do a sunday after church people episode hero do you want in on that one just curious sunday after church people Oh boy! Shameless plug time. Is that shameless plug for you or shameless plug for Alex? No, it's shameless plug time for me. Hero Kira, you are right. A- after church people <laughs> episode, that'd be a great one. Shit, that might go like seven hours long <laughs> if we start telling stories. Oh boy! All right, so everybody, we're sitting at an hour six. Um, just to let you know the retail war zone stuff we put up on Spotify normally the day after, um, we don't do the other ones. I only do the retail war zone ones on Spotify. I try to edit out all the bullshit and whatnot. So if you want to listen to it or play it for your friends, you sure can. So blowing up the bathroom. We can talk about that too. So everybody, you have a great night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for interacting. And we will get back at it on Monday. Not sure what we're doing yet. We'll let you know, Alex, you got anything? All right. You good? Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time.